0: Praise God, amen, amen I want Brother Herring to come I want him to take his liberty again today And preach to us what the Lord has put on his heart Everyone say, Brother Herring, preach to me Brother Herring, preach to me God bless you Thank you, Elder, appreciate it, love you Praise the Lord, everyone Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord this morning And feel the presence of the Lord Amen, praise the Lord, praise the Lord I, uh, I was in here praying this morning, and uh, Sister Riggin, God's got something special for you today. He spoke to me about you, and he said, that which you come in here in your body, you won't go out of here with it today. Amen. What was, what was, so, what was so wild about praying this morning, Brother Riggin, when I come in here and started praying, I heard something. And uh, I I actually didn't know what it was It kind of startled me I was back there In the very back And I looked up And there was an angel right here By this flagpole And the whole time I prayed That angel stayed right there The whole time I prayed The Lord began to speak to me About some stuff Praise the Lord And there's going to be Some good things That come out of this service This morning Amen. Amen? Amen Praise the Lord God's going to do some stuff this morning for us. Praise the Lord. Amen. I, I didn't say I was a real spiritual person. That's not what I was saying. And I've seen angels several times, but it just sort of startled me this morning. Praise the Lord. I wasn't expecting that. Praise God. If you got a Bible, I ask you to go with me to the book of Joshua chapter 14 and verse 11. Joshua 14 and 11. Boy, there's such a heavy spirit of the Holy Ghost here this morning. My goodness, praise the Lord. The Bible says, as yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. And my strength was then, even so is my strength now, for war both to go out and to come in God We thank you this morning for your presence We thank you for that anointing that's here this morning Lord Thank you for all those songs in these God this choir that ushered us into your presence This morning we're so thankful for that today God And we're thankful for what you're going to do in the midst of us this morning Lord God we just want to respond to your spirits. And we want you to have your way, and we give you all the praise, the thanks, and the glory. Would you put your Bibles down, and would you offer up some praise one more time? Come on to your God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, we love you today, Master. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated this morning. I'd uh, like to preach a little bit this morning. Praise the Lord. I know I'm the one that stands before your lunch today, but let's have some church. Praise God. And I know you didn't just come and you've been coming. I know you didn't just come to come, but why don't you just go ahead and pray back through this morning. Come on. Won't you just let God have his way with you? You've been coming. You've been feeling the presence of God. Go ahead. And just surrender yourself to God and pray back through this morning. It'll be all right, praise the Lord. But uh, I'd like to preach this morning 45-year promise. 45-year promise. Now, the Bible defines faith as the subject of things hoped for and the heavens of things not seen. Now, without faith, we're not gonna be able to please God, amen? But if you'll put your faith in God, you can obtain the promises of God this morning. God will, come on now, God will give you victory over every demonic destructive force uh, that's in this world today. You can have victory over that before you leave here today. I've come to tell somebody this morning, uh, it doesn't matter what it looks like, uh, you can still climb your mountain today. Uh, I said, come on now. I said, you can still uh, climb your mountain this morning for greater is he that's in you than he that is of this world Caleb appeared first in the Bible as a member of the 12 spies who were sent by Moses to explore the promised land the spies were to report come on now they was go. They were supposed to go there and kind of look around and bring back some sample of the fruit and what the lamb was really all about. Come on now. They were. Come on now. It was supposed to. It was supposed to discourage them, but it was supposed to encourage them by what they were seeing. Praise God, because this was gonna be a land flowing with milk and honey. The spies were not to test the strength of the enemy. They was there to test the strength and the hearts of the Israelites. The 12 spies were chosen. Now when they returned to the camp, 10 of them gave a negative report. There's always going to be somebody in the camp to give a negative report. They're never going to be able to see what God's doing. Praise God. They're never going to be able to see the good things that God's doing in the church. But oh, I'm asking somebody to look beyond that today. Uh, Come on, get away from that negative voice uh, and begin to hear the positive voice uh, of Almighty God uh, that's telling you you're well able uh, to take the land. Uh, it It belongs to you. They said the land is fertile. It's flowing with milk and honey. But the inhabitants are strong and many. They told them they had great walled cities. There's giants in the land. Come on, no giant friend of mine is no, no compared to you today. You are the giant. Come on, I said, you are the giant. We're not the underdogs here. Praise God. I said, we're not the underdogs here. The enemy would have you to think that, but you're not. You're a child of the king. You got raw blood flowing through your veins. God give you a part of him when he filled you with the Holy Ghost. You know, when they give that negative report, it gripped the hearts of the people. That's what negative stuff does. Praise God. Everybody loves, let there be a fire. Everybody will go to that fire. Let there be a bunch of crowd of people. People will slow down in their vehicles to see what's going on. So everybody loves what's negative. They love the negative stuff. We got enough negative stuff going on in our world, but I'm talking about a positive God today. Come on, a God that won't lie, a God that won't change, a God that won't back up, a God that's true to his promise. Come on, a God friend of mine that's sticking closer than a brother at all time, uh, a God that's all see and eye, the all hear and ear. Uh, praise God, his arm is not too short that he can't move and minister uh, in any given situation. That's the kind of God uh, I'm talking about today, a positive God. I love old Caleb. He steps to the forefront. Praise God. And he begins to give the report of him and his buddy Joshua. Praise God. He assured the people that there was nothing to fear. He reminded them how God brought them out of Egypt, how God parted the Red Sea, gave them victory over Amalek, uh, supplied manna for them to eat. Uh, praise God. Come on, somebody. He said, God's with us, therefore we will be able to to overcome the walled cities. Uh, There's no giant that can get in your way. Uh, Let's go and possess it right now. I don't know what giant you're looking at today, uh, but you need to stand up. Uh, You need to pull your sword out and say, hey, I'm gonna whittle you down uh, to size today. And when I get done with you, uh, I'm gonna cut your head off. Come on, somebody, lift up the Lord a minute. He said, let us go right now and possess it. But you know them old ten spies, we can't. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. Tell yourself, yes, I can. Yes, we can. These men accepted defeat without a battle. Some people are defeated before they ever get started because they're not willing to fight. They entertain the spirit of forfeiture without even trying. Come on, somebody! I'm not. Come on now! I'm preaching to somebody right now. You need to know that you're not a failure till you give up. Amen. When you get knocked down, get back up and try again. Huh? When, when Come on, when, Oh my God! When life knocks the wind out of you, uh, catch your breath and try again. Huh? Come on now! You can win this world. Oh my God! You can win. Come on. My God. You're not a loser until you give up fighting the battle. So whatever you do, don't give up. Don't stop fighting. Praise God because failure ain't, come on now. Failure ain't final until you quit. All the spies saw was the problems, not God. We can't focus on all of our problems and be overcomers and be victorious. We can't dwell on every difficult thing that's going on in our world and our lives and expect to have victory. Come on, somebody, help me a little bit today. We Come on, we need to dwell on the power of Almighty God for he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in who? In us. Come on, it didn't say him, it said us. Do you know them? ten spies lied to them people? Right. Amen. <laughs> Attempted to persuade them not to go up to the land. That's why the Bible said they broke up an evil report. Saying the land, though which we have gone to search it, is a land that's eaten up the inhabitants thereof. And the people there, they're great and mighty. They're a big stature. Come on. The enemy will always make something look bigger than what it really is. He will make a mount. Come on, he will make a mohill look like a mountain. I said he'll make your moh. Come on, he'll make your mohill look like a mountain. Praise God, he'll make you think that you're conquered before you ever get started. Uh, they said the land is not a good place to live. Uh, come on, he'd eat it up the inhabitants, uh, and they added the word "all" to the report of the men. It's a spirit. It's a spirit that's loose, and it's even getting loose in our church this day and hour. It's a spirit that says, come on now, that decides that nothing can be done in your situation. That's a lie out of the pit of hell. I said, that's a lie out of the pit of hell. Somebody ought to rebuke that spirit this morning. Uh, Come on, the devil says, come on, the devil wants you to think uh, that it can't be done. Uh, He's a liar. Uh, You come, my God. God can do anything uh, that you allow him to do today. Uh, That spirit will cause you to think uh, that the task is too difficult, my God, uh, to work with nothing's too hard uh, for my God. God can handle this. God can handle this. Brother Self, God can handle this. He can handle this. Won't you just let him handle it? Come on, the enemy say the best thing you can do is just walk away from this. Shovel it backwards and let somebody else do it. Hello? No, man. Come on. This is us. He wants you to think living for God is too hard. Just walk away. It's not a hard walk. You fall in love with God and His Word. It's not hard. Yeah, there's trials. Yeah, there's heartaches. Yes, there's temptations. All that stuff comes with living for God. But all it does is strengthen you. If you never went through anything, you never would be strong. If it was easy all the way if it was easy the whole way, praise God, we wouldn't have tough skin. We would fall and anything come our way. Praise the Lord. But the trials and the battles, they strengthen us. And they let us know, hey, I got through this and I'll get through the next trial. I'll get through the next battle. Praise God. But some people, they just say, oh, it's just too much. I might as well just walk away. The Spirit will convince you that your situation is impossible. Come on, that your children can never be saved. Or God's never going to bless you. Praise God, the Lord's come to bless this morning If you will let him He's come to work in your situation If you will let him Uh, Come on, you keep trying to work this out to no avail Uh, Why don't you let the Lord work this out for you Uh, Why don't you just say, hey God, here it is Uh, I'm I'm tired of trying to work it out I'm tired of failing. Uh, I'm tired of getting, come on now, I'm tired of not getting any answers uh, because I keep trying to do it my way. Uh, won't you just let God work this out for you once and for all? Uh, there's a spirit uh, running rapid in our church uh, that's trying to oppose revival, uh, trying to shun evangelism, uh, seek to imprison, uh, event, oh my God, enthusiasm. Uh, come on somebody, uh, stand up today. Get up today in your spirit. Let your face soar. Well, there's an old spirit, praise God, uh, that just settles for the status quo, uh, just content drifting along, never doing anything. Never getting what you need to get from the Lord. Why don't you bind that old spirit this morning? You got the power to do it. Why don't somebody do it this morning? Yeah. Come on, somebody. This old ugly spirit will try to hinder the spirit of David, questioning the motives, focusing on things that don't amount to a hill of beans. But let me preach there's a spirit of Caleb that's going to be hurt in our church. Where are you at this morning, Caleb? It's time for you to speak up for what you believe. Come on, are you here this morning, Caleb? If you are, it's time for you to stand up. Come on, I said, it's time for you to stand up. Uh, Come on, the voice of faith uh, will be heard. Come on now, it's gonna come forth in your services. uh, It'll tell you, uh, you're well able uh, to take the land. Boy, I got a couple that believe that. I wish the rest of you would believe that. Come on, lift your hands and worship the Lord a minute. If God be for us, who be against us? I'm trying to tell somebody this morning, you're not an impossible situation. It's not too difficult that it can't be worked out. There's nothing that you can't conquer. Come on, somebody. There's nothing that comes against you that you can't deal with. Come on, you're an overcomer. Tell yourself, I'm an overcomer. Come on, our children can be saved. It doesn't matter what it looks like it doesn't matter what the devil keeps whispering in your ear they can be saved i said they can be saved come on i'm holding on to that promise i'm holding on to that promise i'm not gonna let it die but i'm gonna keep it alive anything the devil tears down god can put back together I told you about that man, and he's talking about going to do that shooting and all that stuff. Man, did did God not only fill him with the Holy Ghost, but he put his marriage back together? Come on, I said, he put his marriage back together. Come on, that's the kind of God we serve today. Praise God. Anything the enemy tears down, God can put it back together. If you will let him. Uh, stop looking at your mountain and say it's impossible. Come on, it can be done. Praise God. Uh, you can be delivered from whatever you need to be delivered from today. Uh, come on, this morning. you can, Come on, God can change the way you think. Uh, he can change the way you talk. Uh, he can change the way you act. Uh, just give him a chance today. Backslider. There's not a river that you can't cross. There's not a mountain that you cannot climb. He's given you the strength to already do it. Did you know that God's already given you enough faith to go through whatever you're going to go through? He's already given you enough faith. You just got to use what He gives you. Put your faith in God and know that no matter what stands between you, come on, you and your promise. It's no match, come on now, for the Lord because the Lord's on your side. You're a child of God. There's nothing that you can't overcome the enemy would love for you to stagnate right here, right now in this revival that God's given this church. He'd love for you to stagnate right here in this revival. Somebody needs to tell that old devil, devil, I'm going to climb the mountain. It ain't nothing but a molehill to begin with. You're not going to stop me. Don't let a negative report get in your heart. Don't let the, come on, don't let the enemy or a situation convince you it can't be done. God said the ten spies wrong up an evil report but capable. up, oh my God, because Because he had had another spirit within him. uh, Follow me fully. Praise God. Him will I bring into the land where he went. And his seed shall possess it. You can possess your promise today. I'm preaching about a 45 year old promise. That a man seen. 45 years ago and never give up on it never give up on it come on if you're faithful to god god will give it to you caleb waited 45 years to receive his promise his patience perseverance and his faith did not fade Uh, he knew that god promised to give it to him come on to give him the land Come on, what's God promise you? Is your promise still alive? Uh, Are you holding on to it this morning? Or have you let it die? Uh, Caleb did not lose hope and faith in the promise of God. Uh, Even though he wandered for many difficult years uh, through the wilderness, uh, he was willing to endure uh, the hardships uh, of the present so he could enjoy uh, the blessings of the future. I know waiting's not easy. You know why? Because it means something better is withheld for a latter time. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which had great recompense, a reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, that you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and He shall come. Will come. Will not tarry. Praise God. Don't be slothful, but follows them through faith and patience. They inherited the promise. How are you going to conquer your mountain? With patience. You know, Jesus talked about the days of great stress and trouble. I know we're in times right now that we've never seen before, but you know what? My God is still in control. It don't matter if gas goes at $10 a gallon. God's still in control. Come on, this ministration, come on, friend of mine that's trying to lead this world astray, they're not in control. My God's still in control. I said, my God's still in control. Praise God. He still sits on the throne. Praise God. Amen. He's not sharing his throne with nobody else. Uh, It's his and his alone. Praise the Lord. Uh, And the earth is his footstool. He knows what's going on down here. Uh, He's in the midst of everything that's going on. Uh, The Bible says he's at the bottom uh, of everything. Uh, So stop worrying, friend of mine, uh, what it looks like uh, and know what it can be uh, and what God's trying to do. I feel like Elder God's trying to set the church up for the greatest revival they'll ever have. All the turmoil that's going on in our world. Everything that's going on in our world, God's saying, this is the best time for the church. This is the best time for the church. Come on, get up out of your pew. Go get what God's promised you. Come on, it's time to do the work. Praise God. Uh, Come on, you sat back long enough. Uh, Now's the time to go. Come on. Now's the time to have revival. Uh, Come on. Come on. Now's the time to have revival. Now it's not the time to be slothful. Now it's not the time, friend of mine, to be negative. Uh, but now is the time for revival. God's trying to give revival uh, to the church of the living God. Now, some of you think I'm crazy for what I'm supposed to say but I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. This church is more ripe for the greatest revival that God's trying to set this church up for. I said this church is more ripe, more ripe for the greatest revival that God's trying to set this church up for. But somebody's got to say, hey God, you're talking about my revival. Come on, you're talking about my revival, God. See, this has got to come My God, it's got to become personal. Come on, I said it's got to become personal. Come on, evangelism is personal. But this thing's got to be personal. God, this is my revival. This church is ripe for that kind of revival. I'm more, oh, I'm confident in what I just said. I said I feel that in the Holy Ghost. I feel like this church is ripe for the revival that God's been trying to set this church up for for years. Well, this is what some of them are thinking, elder. Well, I don't see anything happen. Look in the spirit realm. Look in the spirit realm. You keep looking with your naked eye. Ask God to anoint your eyes with a come on eyes salve, uh, that you can see in the spirit uh, what He's doing in the spirit realm. Uh, he's stirring things up. Uh, I said He's stirring things up right now. Uh, praise God for this. Ch- Come on, stop thinking on things. Come on, that trouble you. But start thinking on things that give you edification. Come on. We all know that we walked in dark places before we got saved. And did sinful activities. But when God found us, who had delivered us, come on now, from the powers of darkness, amen. He had translated us Come on, into the kingdom of his dear son. Paul wrote, For you were sometimes darkness, but you are the light. Come on, in the Lord. Come on, walk as children of light. Let somebody see your light. Stop being negative about everything that God's doing. Come on, start being positive. Come on, start being positive. I'm not saying this to toot my horn because I'm not that kind of person. You know that, Brother Riggin. I'm not like that. But you know what? Since we've been here, this whole time we've been here, we've taken a handful of those, those cards that you have about your church, and when we go to eat, we always had a card out. Yes, and we invite. Yeah. We don't go through no big ado about it. We just invite. Because right. that's what you're doing. You're inviting. Yes. Right. Right. Amen. You're not preaching to them. Come on, God's going to give the preacher the message to preach to them. has got to get them here. And then God does the rest. Hey Amen, you, you can't skin them before you get them in the boat. But you know, some people, they invite and then they, they start breaking it down. Why don't you just invite? Hey Amen. You, you know what I used to do when I was an outreach director in our church? I did this thing called a Vitaman, and all it was was our church cards. And I said, you don't have to tell them anything when you see them, just invite. I said, we should at least get 5,000 contacts a week. We could do that if everybody gets on board. If everybody got on board in this church and did the Vitaman and just passed out your church cards that you got and invite, you'd be surprised at the, come on, for the effort, for the effort that you put out, what God will bring you here. It might not even be the one that you invited to church But God's going to bring you somebody He's going to bring you a hungry soul And that hungry soul could be the one That's going to be a 150 soul revival You never know You never know what's outside the door Come on I believe a 100 soul revival for this church Oh I know you think I'm off of my rocker No I'm not I've had fifty soul revivals, Elder. I've had thirty soul revivals, forty soul revivals. I've had one soul revivals, and it was just as important as a fifty soul. I was preaching a revival in in Mississippi, and I was I was I wasn't begging, but I was sure asking. I said, God, can you please deliver me of this place and let me go somewhere else? And he would not. (laughs) I'd been there for about two months. And I'm telling you, nothing happened. And boy, I was at home. Boy, I was mealy-mouthing around. And this is what he spoke to me. He says, is not one soul worth it? Man, I began to weep and cry and begin to repent. I thought, my Lord, Herring, Yeah, one soul's worth it. My very last night, we prayed a lady through. She's still in that church today. She married a man in that church, matter of fact. She's still there. That was the only soul that God gave us out of two months. But it was worth it. It was worth it. I said, It was worth it. But I feel like God's got a hundred soul revival for this church. Oh, I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm not. I'm not. I said, I'm not. I'm thinking about the trickle-down economics. It goes downward. Praise God. Oh, come on, somebody. Praise God. I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm not. God's wanting to do this, but somebody's just got to get a hold of it. God's prepared to do it, but somebody's got to get a hold of it. Come on, come on, come on. Peter preached the most profound message. Repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for remission of your sins. He said you received the Holy Ghost. Amen. The promise was made to everyone. It doesn't matter. Creed, color, race, it doesn't matter. God's not looking at that. He's looking at that soul. Amen. Praise the Lord. Stop trying to pick and choose who you want here. I said, stop trying to pick and choose who you want here. Let God bring in here who God wants in here. Some of you are so busy picking and trying to choose. Come on, and you pass up the very one that God wants to bring in here and you pass them up because they don't meet your standards. Yes, sir. Oh my god. Boy, I feel that in the Holy Ghost. My God. I said, I feel that in the Holy Ghost. Come on, we're too busy picking and choosing. Praise the Lord. Oh, I well, know, I know they might be a little smelly. You're thinking, I don't want nothing to do with them. I won't pray with them. Well, shame on you. You were stinky and smelly too because you was a sinner. Somebody prayed with you. Maybe you didn't have a body odor, but you were still stinky. You still had a smell. Oh my, come on. Praise God. The promise is to everyone. And to you, to your children, all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That means everybody. So let's start focusing on everybody instead of picking and choosing. You know, when old Joshua and elders were determining the inheritance of the tribe, You know, I noticed something about the tribe of Levi. They didn't get an inheritance. Their inheritance was God. That's what the Bible said. The Bible says their inheritance was God. So they didn't, they, they come on, they had a place, praise God, but their inheritance was God. It wasn't what God was, come on, when Joshua was calling everybody out and he was giving their inheritance and everything. And when it got to, come on, got to them, he said, there's no inheritance for you. But when you read on down, it says, but your inheritance is God. Come on, that's the kind of inheritance I want. Right. Yes, sir. I know we get hung up on monetary stuff and, you know, all this stuff that we can accumulate. But I want my inheritance to be God. Yes, sir. Amen. You know, we're, more, we're better off than we've ever been. We got fine homes. We got the best of automobiles we've got the best of everything but we do the least we do the least we do the least of any, anybody you got to give those guys credit that ride them bicycles <laughs> they've been in my neighborhood a few times I just always tell them you know I'll listen to you if you'll listen to me but they don't you know they don't want to do that And I just tell them, look, I'm not trying to be ugly or mean. I said, but I claimed this place for God a long time ago. When I first moved here, I said I claimed this place and all these people for God. I'm praying, I'm praying for these people. So, you're probably not gonna be able to do nothing here. But you got to give it to them. They'll go right on down the road, even if you told them that. Knock on the next door. What about us? We've got the best thing going. We kind of stingy gutted, aren't we? (laughs) Is this going south? Is this going south? Praise the Lord. We stingy gutted what we got. Praise the Lord. We got the best thing going. don't want nobody to know about what we got. Amen. Man, I'm kind of like an old bulldog. My wife, she tells me all the time, she says, please, please don't say nothing daddy. I said, oh, I'm not, I'm not, honey. Man, I'll walk up to them and I've asked people before where they go to church and they do that Pentecostal thing, you know what I mean? I say that's cool. You know, I'm telling you what God will do for you. I remember being in a service and I went over to this service with my pastor and, and uh, this prophet comes up to me and he began to prophesy to me and, and I'm thinking, boy, you missed it, mister. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing to my pastor. I said nothing to anybody. I was just thinking to myself. He told me, he said, man, you got a lot of influence over a guy named Bobby. And I'm thinking, I don't even know what Bobby. Man, I was down praying one morning. And the Lord spoke to me He said, I'm going to take you to Bobby. And it dawned on me. We called him Robert. But everybody else called him Bobby. Robert Dixon. And I'll never forget the Lord said, I'm gonna take you to him. Praise the Lord. If you got a desire, God to do something with that desire. Man, we got in a vehicle. My wife was driving. and We pulled out of the driveway and we got out of the neighborhood and I told my wife, I said, just hang a right, right here. Man, we got down the road a little bit and the Lord said, take a left right here. And it was a dead end road. We was going down that road. The Lord said, pull in this driveway right here. I just went up there and... This lady come to the door and I said, is Bobby here? She said, he's back there in the back in a motor home. So I went back there and I said, Bobby? And he said, Mike, is that you? He said, I've been looking for you for years. When he knew me, I was a hippie. <laughs> and he said, what happened to you? Look at you. I said, man, I got the Holy Ghost, Bobby. I said, I've been living for God all these years. And man, me and Bobby got to talking and I got to give him Bobby Bible studies. Come on, somebody, I got to take him Bobby to church. Come on, somebody, I'm going tell you, God will take you to him if you got a desire. It's kind of like the man in the restaurant. Man, you'll be surprised what God will do to you if you got a desire. Because he told me, he said, you go tell that man about me. And I said, right now, right here, God. He said, right now, right here, in front of everybody. And so I'm trying to think about, how am I going to approach this guy? Because he's looking kind of crazy. When I looked up there at him, I said, well, we'll find out here directly. That means in a minute. That's back to where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went and got some dessert that I didn't want. I was so full, I felt like I was about to burst. And so I got this dessert that I wasn't going to eat. And I slid in. I slid into where he was sitting at, and he said, Get up. I said, hold on, man. Wait just a second. Let me talk to you just a minute. What do you want? Man, the more I got to looking at him, he's drunk. And I said, look. And I began to tell him about God. He said, why'd you choose me? I said, sir, I didn't choose you. God did. Man, tears started streaming down his face. I began to pray with that man. I began to speak in tongues in that restaurant. I didn't care. I didn't care who was looking at me. All I could see was me and this man. And I'm thinking, I'm going to pray this guy through right here in this restaurant. I thought I was going to pray that guy through right there in that restaurant. I'm bold when it comes to God. When God says, got something for me to do, praise the Lord. I don't mind going after him. Come on, I said, I don't mind going after him. We have actually, this is the honest truth. Me and my wife was actually giving Bible studies to Trinitarian preachers and they seen the truth, we baptize them in Jesus' name, but come on, pray them through to the Holy Ghost. Man, boy, I feel something this morning. Praise the Lord, come on, let's get our eyes on God. Get your eyes on this revival God's trying to give this church. He said this church is right for the greatest revival you could ever have. He said, Just get your eyes on me. Open your ears. Listen to my voice. I will lead and guide you and direct you. When old Joshua and elders returned to the inheritance of the tribes, Caleb reproached him with his request. He said, Now therefore give me this mountain wherefore the Lord spanked in that day, forty-five years ago. He told, come on, he told Joshua, God promised it to me, and I want it. God's promised this church revival. Yes, sir. I many? come on, let me be the last preacher to come in here and tell you that God's given you the greatest revival that you'd ever want. Let me be the last preacher. Right. Yes, and just have revival, church. Yes. Have revival. Oh, I know, I know it looks like the city's the city's got great walls around it, and I know it looks like it's well fortified. And, and I know that it looks like giants are living there. Praise God. But Caleb believed that God would give him victory. God's given you victory. All you gotta do is just do what God's asked you to do. He was not asking for an easy way out but in the same time he was not come on now, he was not willing to settle for less than what God had promised him. Come on church stop living beneath the privileges that God's offering you and start believing in the promise that God's promises church this is what he said he said I have not lived for God this long to fall short of my promise I don't know about you but I'm not willing to settle for less than what God has promised me what about you i'm not i am not willing to settle for less than what god has promised me and my wife praise god what about you i have not been faithful all these years to be the denied of my problem. On, this problem's not going to stop you this sickness is not going to keep you from being healed uh, this situation is not going to stop you uh, from finding deliverance uh, this circumstance is not going to stop you uh, from getting your miracle Hallelujah. give me this mountain it's my promise and I want it come on say it somebody God give me this revival it's my promise and I want it come on say it like you got an anointing say it like you got an anointing church god give me my revival you promise it i want it I'm going to climb this thing because on the other side of it is my promise. And I won't let nothing get in the way of my revival, of what the Lord's promised me. I will not be stopped. I will not quit. Come on, I will not quit. Come on, until I see the church having a revival that God's promised us. I won't quit, friend of mine, to think, come on. Somebody just needs to say, rejoice not against me. Oh, you old enemy. Because if I fall and I get depressed and I get down and I get frustrated, I'm going to rise again. It does not matter what that mountain looks like today. You're going to conquer it. My God, my God, revival's here. Man, if I ever felt anything, if I ever felt anything, my Lord, I've been evangelized 23 years. If I've ever felt revival, I, thought feel revival. Oh, yeah. I cannot get beyond. Oh my God, I can't get beyond it. Stop looking around, saying, "Praise God, that you failed. You hadn't failed. You just hadn't tried hard enough." Stop saying that you're a failure, you're not a failure. You just hadn't tried hard enough. Here's what's supposed to happen. What Caleb proclaimed 45 years earlier now become a reality. What you claimed all those years ago now is just to become a reality. Your revival. Your revival. Can I tell you that your faith looks beyond the problem and it views as the promise of the revival. That's what it views. Did you know whatever God says, faith embraces it? Faith. God said faith was powerful enough to pluck up trees and move mountains. And if you can believe what I'm preaching this morning, it can happen to this church. The promises of God are dependent upon your faith. You must believe that God is rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Did you know if you ask in doubt, wavering in your approach to God, you're not going to receive anything from Him? No matter what the need is, whether it be salvation, healing, blessings, or any other thing, faith in Christ Jesus. Come on, in His Word is a channel by which you receive your request. Come on, you got to take action with your faith. You gotta put faith in action in order for the revival. Come on. Come on, in order for the revival. Come on, the revival's already begun. I said, God's already done started the revival. But you're just you're just kind of scratching around right now a little bit. There's great things that's supposed to start taking place. There's great things is to start taking place. And it's going to amaze you. Praise the Lord when it starts taking place. When somebody's faith begins to embrace what God's promising, you know. I like what the guy said when they peeled the roof back and they let him down. The, they let him down to the feet of Jesus. He just told him, "Cut the ropes," because I'm not coming out the way that I came in. I'm going out a different way. If you'd cut the rope of doubt and disbelief, come on. And what you keep seeing, you're not seeing what God's seeing. Man, all I can see is potential here today. Everywhere I look, I see potential in this church. Everywhere I look, it's potential. Man, potential just scattered throughout this place today. Potential, that's all I can see. I don't see your failures, I see potential. I don't see your disbelief, I see potential. I don't see your doubts, I see potential. You're gonna have to be like the little lady with the issue of blood, you gotta press your way through the crowd. Come on, if somebody comes up to you and says, we're not going to be able to do anything that preacher said, you need to rebuke them. Yes, sir. Say, get thee behind me. Hallelujah. Go tell that to somebody else. Don't crush my faith, because I got faith that's going to happen. Come on, let's start talking faith. And then let's take action. This is a victorious church. You hear me? Do you hear me? This is a victorious church. This is not a beat down church. Wagging your head around. Come on, just barely holding on. Uh, Come on, till the master comes back. No, this is a victorious place. Come on, you got to believe that. This is a victorious house. Come on, it doesn't matter how long you've been in the heat of the battle, you're still victorious. You're still a victorious church. It doesn't matter. Come on, what your situation says, don't let it beat you up. You're victorious. Hold your head up high. Y'all. Be positive cuz God's able. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Glory glory. glory. Now this is what's supposed to happen. All this stuff, this church is supposed to overcome. All these things, all these things that you've been fighting. Praise God! All this stuff you've been fighting years. Praise God! It looks like you get up. T- I tell you something else is supposed to happen, Elder. When you pray them through, they're going to stay. They're not going to pray through and then leave. They stay. Come on, we're going to break the back of that today. Come on, somebody. We're going to put that on the run today. Come on, We're going to put that on a run today. They're going to stay. Come on everybody stand to your feet this morning. Come on let's get up around this altar this morning. And let's let our faith begin to talk. Come on. Come on come on somebody say God I see the revival I see it God I didn't see it before but I see it now God come on You have influence over at least 10 people. Whether it be positive or negative, you've got influence. My, my did you hear what I just said? Take that influence that God's given you and you. Come on, let's begin to praise God. Let's begin to pray, come on.